<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Smoking Boots Podcast. Had a little technical difficulties before this episode, but we're rolling now. I'm here with my buddies Jason Anderson, Tyler Watson, and our special guest, uh, Matthew Azor Tucker. Welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks. Matt is a longtime member of our church here. Um, we were looking for a guest this week, and Matt has been here spending a lot of time Couldn't with us. Couldn't find anybody else to <laughs> say yes. <laughs> so he's, you get to be the guinea pig. Yeah. So if we don't have another guest, I guess this one didn't go well, but if we have another guest here soon, then I guess you passed. But you got to set the bar really high. Set it high. Set it yeah. very high. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess we, we want to give Matt a little introduction. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Been going to pits for quite a long time. For 29 years. <laughs> on and off. It's a long time. Yeah. Um, you also recently, well, not you, I almost said you, that would have been weird. Your grandfather about a year or so ago married Caroline's grandmother. Mm -hmm. So now in a very strange way, we're related. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very distant, yeah. distant way are related. Y'all are invited to the cookout. Like a step, <laughs> like a step in law, in law, cousin, third, <laughs> step cousin in law. Something like that. <laughs> I don't even know, but yeah, I mean, and then in a weird way. Kevin Seeger is roped in there too through Cameron through me now so it's a web not even more even more difficult but... keep it in the family it's think... a cult <laughs> I think it's raining sorry I think that's just you we're gonna rain the fan yeah anyway we're recording on a Tuesday evening after our volleyball so we're all nice and sweaty um my team had a pretty good performance tonight you Two brought out of three you brought a shirt to change into yeah, I did. And the uh, boots. I had to change into the boots. I respect hey, it. The boots are smoking right now. We are live. So hey, we don't even have to have a fire if your feet are hot when you put them in there. Hey, <laughs> but, you can't, <laughs> but you can't get them on the table. Show the crowd. Okay. There you go. Shout out to Area Work Hogs. Bang. Shout out to Area. Not sponsored. Please, please sponsor us. Um, anybody do anything fun this week? I bought two inflatable paddle boards. Interesting. What's the plan with this? To paddle. Okay. You're fishing Couldn't I guess that one? Explore God's creation. You know, fun I mean, things. we don't live near, like, what what lake or pond do you plan on? You got Latta Plantation at Mountain Island. You got Lake Norman. Okay. That's good stuff. Random lakes all across the Carolinas. All right. Fair. Jason Edgerton over here. <laughs> They're converting them. Do you think you can, you can boat on that, uh, the dam lake? You just have to bring your own electric tiller motor. The at what lake? The reservoir? <laughs> the res the the lake at the dam. Thought we weren't gonna swear on this podcast. The lake at the dam. But you just gotta bring your own like electric tiller motor. And they have a boat and they just you set it on there and they'll just let you go out. Be more specific about what lake. The reservoir? Yes, the reservoir. Where do you put in it? I don't know. There's a spot. You just have to have a have to have an electric tiller motor. Right there off seventy three? Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it. Do you have an electric <laughs> tiller motor? I don't know if you can bring your own boats, but... Because there is some hogs in that lake. Catch one. Because it's illegal to fish in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you'd do if you couldn't fish. absolutely illegal to fish in there. <laughs> you just heard. Yeah. Right? I just heard stories. I've never... never, never How many plastic lures have you dropped in there? Uh, none. Lures? Lures. 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 None. none. I've, you just heard. I've just heard of stories out there. Okay, so illegal activity going on here. Um, anyway, yes, we are joined by Matthew Tucker, very good friend of ours here. Um, 
How long have you been back in North Carolina? Because you went to Louisville for a little bit. How long have you been back here? A year. A year. I like to move every year, so. Because <laughs> you were doing real estate, mm. right? Yep. Real estate. And then... And then I cried myself asleep every night, and I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You should start up the old YouTube and give us a shout-out. Yeah. I had like 400-something subscribers, which is not that many, but... Hey, so... Hey, so that's... Uh... Cool. 196 more than us. Yes. Maybe in his free. 396. Free time. Fire that back up. And... I'm sure they would, love, they would love this content. They need to. <laughs> These are the market updates they've been looking for. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. How long did you do it for? The YouTube channel? Yeah. Or real estate? YouTube. Um, Both. I did YouTube for like a year. So. How often would you post? Like three times a week. That's a great Wow. Wow. That was a lot of work. And I did a lot of editing. Feel that. And uh, <laughs> shout out to John Tyler. To <laughs> never really worked that well, but I guess 450 people, it's a decent amount considering most of those people I did not know. That's yeah. oh, I, I got like 80 right off the bat, and another 450 were like people I did not know. I gotta tell you, last week I realized it was recorded in 4K on accident, so I tried editing in 4K. It's hard. No, it just blew up my terabyte. Like it, it was like it was like five minutes. My terabyte was gone. He got a brand new laptop last week and like blew it up the first week trying to convert this video. We just get a text. He's it's like, like rendering. Yeah, the recording in 4K was not the. The individual frames were over a gigabyte. Some yeah. of them. Jeez. Really, you don't even really shoot over 30 FPS though. Yeah. For this kind of thing. Even movies usually are like 30 because 60 looks too. It looks too cinematic? fresh. I think cinematic's like 25 or something. Ooh, we should try cinematic mode. Cool, could be cool. Yeah, you're right. We're really not moving that much, so we don't need like, yeah, crazy FPS. As long as you can see our mouths moving, yeah, that's really all we need. Um, anyway, so I know you were kind of on the fence about ministry, right? Kind of went back and forth. What, how did you get to where you are now? I know you spent some time in Africa after mm -hmm. graduating high school. Yeah, I thought about going into ministry or doing missions. My wife was like, no, you're not going to do missions because we're not doing missions. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought about going to ministry out of college, but some people had said, hey, you should think about doing that. And I kind of wanted to do it, but um, kind of like, you know, you're like, kind of seems like a big deal, ministry. So you kind of need to have good reasons to do that. And I didn't feel like I had like great reasons to do it at the time or didn't feel like good enough or whatever. So I didn't do it. I think my voice just cracked. Like, <laughs> I didn't do it. I thought you were getting choked up. I didn't up. do it. I thought you were getting emotional. Choke. Were you in Kentucky when this was happening? No, that's why we moved to Kentucky. Because I was in real estate for six or seven years, and that was pretty good. Uh, but I had Is three or four houses. and A part of the family real estate empire. Yeah, something like that. Is real estate better in Kentucky? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I didn't do real estate in Kentucky. Probably worse. Just went there for school. Just oh, for school. okay. I got the wires crossed because I was miserable. Seminary. And then uh, just like I can't do this anymore, and so uh, became clear that I should have gone. Probably saw the Lord's will in the first place rather than going to real estate. And uh, it became clear the only thing to do was to go to seminary and Southern Seminary, which is like the main Southern Baptist seminary in mm -hmm. some ways, is in Louisville, Kentucky. So we moved down there, but we didn't make any friends because I guess I'm unlovable. And uh, and also we couldn't find it. We had a hard time getting involved in a church. And so one of my friends was like, you know what's way easier is to be in seminary and just take classes online and be at your home church. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. And then at that time too, actually I was going to quit because like this isn't going the way that I thought because we had to spend more money than we thought we did. I'm going to run out of money and I'm just going to quit. And like the next day, 
I got a letter that was like a full scholarship in the mail. Wow. Uh, it's like, well, I guess I got to keep doing this now. <laughs> we came back here. And you would like just sold the house, picked up and moved, right? Yeah. I mean, you got family here, but. Yeah, we moved because I didn't, I didn't want to like half commit. So, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Sure. Full send for sure. But anyway, you get brought back here. You're doing school online and joining us at the church, helping us with our epic young adult college ministry, which has been awesome. I'm a little sad that you're going to be leaving soon now because that means we're going to have to learn to start teaching. And Which on a scale of one to ten, how do you think we're doing so far? Well, tonight was the only one that I really heard, I think. I think so. I think I was, I was the first one with the professor in good. the room. I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Mine was a little... It's nice not having to teach. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit there. <laughs> you, did get to, you did get to help me out with some answers at the end. Yeah. But yeah, no, mine was a little shorter. I just did a little section of John chapter 7. And it kind of just piggybacked off the past couple of weeks. The length is the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you start out thinking, how am I going to teach for 20 minutes? Because you don't think you feel like you put in all this preparation and you'll never be able to teach 20 minutes. And then like, if you do it for two months straight, then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I could just go on for 30 or 40 minutes because you just become that much more comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. So, so you're going to do it like 25 more times, Jason, will be good. Yeah. It's like be pros. And Tyler, Tyler's like going to teach next week. Not next week. Week after. Riding an embarrassing bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that was my thing is like the, the book that we have, I thought was really cool because it laid out like. I mean, it kind of almost gives you an outline. So I like went page by page studied, and then I was like, okay, this outline used that to make my own outline. And I was like, okay, I got like two pages here. And then I started reading it this afternoon. And I was like, how am I going to like expand this? Cause if I just straight read this, it's going to be a minute and a half, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I, for me, that's the hardest part in teaching. And I haven't taught since I was a senior in high school and did youth Sunday preach in front of the church. But that's my hardest part, I guess, is just. Like I've got, I've got what I think are good points, but then it's like, okay, how do we expand on this and make it like something you can talk about? Any ideas? Well, we were at, you teach a little longer than me. We were at your, when I did the short teaching at your house mm-hmm. or your, your apartment, uh, I wrote down, I was like, man, this, I don't know, this might go like 20 minutes and I was done in like 10 or less. I was blew through it. Yeah. I was talking fast too, though. Yeah, you gotta slow down. It, it always goes quicker, like when you first start, and then you gotta make it personal. Because when you make it personal to yourself, uh, then when it comes time to teach, you uh, you're able to give like more personable illustrations and like connect it to your own life. So yeah, something you know really well and can. Yeah, and a lot of times on. too, I would have to guess that like if we start talking about what you were gonna like, if you were gonna speak tonight, and we start talking about it in re- regular conversation, you could probably talk to me about it for thirty minutes. But you get into the situation where you're worried about what you're going to say, and you don't want to add anything that you haven't thought of before because you might mess up, and you don't feel like free to like say certain things, and it kind of just condenses it down to like ten minutes. I don't know; it's a weird effect, but yeah. you get more comfortable. I do like the discussion style we did more. I feel like get people I engaged. To, I to ask a lot of questions. Like, right? I think was it you that had a really good conversation week a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we had a, a lot of piggybacking, and that made it the made the lesson go a lot better at the end because yeah. the first time i taught it was just that nice awkward silence <laughs> that's yeah, why your question and you're just like that's why slow it, eye contact with everybody it's not good to ask anybody have any questions thoughts you got to be specific yeah. or like people won't yeah. just volunteer We're information just people yeah that's right i was impressed you didn't call on me to read tonight though i gave you a night off you work hard 
You have a go-to reader and sometimes closer in prayer. You did close in prayer. I did close so, it. We, I, wait, I, I gave everybody an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, that's what I should do, though. Like, if I see anybody, like, head nodding at something I say, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to call them out and be like, all right, so what did you like about what I said earlier? <laughs> well, I saw you nodding your head back there. But I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> you want to not engage anymore? <laughs> yeah, they'll just be, like, blank stairs next time. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. What's, what's, the, what's the first thing we got on the list for this week? Um... As, well, I know Jason just found out about it, but I want to. We talked about Titanic a couple weeks ago, so I figured we talk about this missing Titanic sub. Are you, are you caught up on that? You've been seeing that in the news, so. So I'm the only one to know about this. <laughs> yeah, you they got like submersible. A little under forty hours of air, if they're there. As of like this afternoon, I had like forty-one hours of air. They had, they had a press conference at like two o'clock this afternoon. Anyway, it's is it Ocean Gate? Is that the company? I, think it's Ocean I can Gate. tell you. This private submarine company has taken the CEO, owner of the company, is piloting the ship, and he took a billionaire and his son, like a I think British or Pakistani billionaire or something like that, took them to took um, two other people I forget I don't remember who exactly, but a bunch of rich people because it cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go down and visit the Titanic. Um, they went down there Sunday afternoon. I- yeah, went down Sunday afternoon and have not been seen since. So the boat on the surface is supposed to like keep contact with them. Apparently, they do it through text message, which explain to me how that works. Cell towers in the water? I don't know. They went down Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and they were. Or they were. They reported, would be they're, out they're reported out missing Sunday afternoon. Oh, then one hundred. This is this is Tuesday. No, no, they're not. 40... They got they got ninety six. Oh, they got ninety six hours. They got about forty hours left of air. Which yeah, like, air, but I don't think they're there. You think it just? I think it just. I mean, I doubt the plane was to be under for over twenty-four hours. Oh no, <laughs> no, no! I did see that it takes like takes a little over two hours to get down there at right around thirteen thousand feet, which is insane. So it's a two-hour descent. I don't know how long they were going to explore and stuff, but and then you figure maybe a little quicker coming I up. How long the decompression is? Like, none, because you you're you only go so none far. in a submarine. You don't have to because that pre- air pressure stays the same. Gotcha. Well. It might not be pressurized anymore, unfortunately. But they're thinking they're thinking it either got stuck, like got stuck in the Titanic on the Titanic somewhere, and they're just waiting it out, or it's lost. Maybe it very well could have depressurized and blown up, or blown in. Yeah, and they said they have they have seven seven different ways to get back to the surface, but they haven't seen them on the surface. They got the Coast Guard flying around like. 10,000 square miles and haven't seen them on the surface. So, so they were, so this is in North, North Atlantic. Yeah. A couple hundred miles off of Newfoundland, but that's terrifying. <laughs> being, yeah. Being stuck like well, that. going down, it's like, what point do you think no it, it turns to just black and how, how far down do you have to go to where, yeah. you know, but once you get outside of the sun, I mean, it's just black. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. got like, you got like, you're relying on an altimeter. I mean, I've got I've got some scuba diving experience. I've been down to like 110 ish feet, and like oh, you're gonna say meters. I was like, wow. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I mean, it starts getting like darker. You know, I mean, I can, you can still see really well, but you start to lose colors as you go down. Like it's almost like like the rainbow. Like you start losing red first, and then orange, and hmm. like the deeper you go, the less colors on the spectrum you have. But yeah, like I mean, I'd say like 500 thousand feet it's getting pretty dark i don't i don't know the i don't understand the 
the want to go down there? What's different than? I mean, they just rendered it. I know. Like the, the information's there. I guess. I mean, I guess it would be cool to see it like in person and not on a rendering. But I mean, but you're also billionaires and got <laughs> lots of money to lots of money to blow. But yeah, that's very unfortunate. Developing story at the moment, but. If that were me, worst case scenario, I hope the thing just blew up and I went out quick. Yeah. Because I, I would not want to sit down there for eight days. And I don't want to drown. No. I feel like that'd be one of the worst ways to go. And the problem is, like, let's say a submarine goes down there and finds them. How are you going to get them up? Like, there's no... Drag them up. Uh, most subs, like... A crane. The only, like, active subs right now are, like, military subs and then... You wouldn't... Oh, uh, well... You could get a crane in there and have a sub with a tool on it. Yeah, but you got to hook it up. I just I don't think helicopter people are prepared to do that. And you also can't get them out because they said today that they're bolted in from the outside. Like they have like seventeen bolts around the door bolting them in. So I'm like, okay, great. I just they have to cut them out. Yeah. And then I saw I saw pictures today. Did you see? Have you seen the pictures of the sub? Uh, yeah. It's like the inside. It's I mean, it's like the length of this room, maybe, and it's a tube. So you're sitting on like curved walls. You have like a mat on the bottom that you sit on, and it's driven by like a PlayStation controller. Like, I kid you not. I don't know if you've seen it. Like, I would if I spent my money on that and I got in and saw that. I'd be like, uh-uh. a lot of military equipment. Trap. They uh, they use like xbox controllers just because it's way easier to teach that's wild that's why like some of the first grenades too they made them in the shape of footballs because everybody already knew how to throw them so they like instead of teaching someone how to throw like a new shape they just it's like they all knew how to hold it yeah but this looks like a death trap i'm looking at it now yeah dude and it's got like and it's got a super tiny window on it that you could fit like one person's head in to look out and i'm like and i'm like so you paid all this money you got to take turns and you got to look at like they have screens on the back wall to look at it but i'm like you could have done that from the surface for I'm not going, i'm going that right now on. yeah um very unfortunate situation but that's happening right now now that we've got everybody Nice and depressed. Oh, a story. What? Use PlayStation controllers to drive your submarine. Yeah. I, have a, I have a another water related topic. It's here. So I read, I read that if you have a shark, a shark will never outgrow its tank that it's in. So if you have a, like a baby shark, it will not continue to grow to the point to where it could, it would have to be removed from the tank. It'll only grow. <laughs> uh, that'll happen with people too. If you stuff like a child in a box and you screw it shut. That child ain't ever coming out of that box. You know, you know exactly what I mean. Like it'll, I it'll. I really don't. It'll only grow to where it can still comfortably survive in the tank. Well, I've got a shark in my fish tank, and he's massive. Right, he's bigger than your two foot foot, two foot fish. He's tank. not gonna die no, from being too big. No, is what not, I'm saying. He's not that big. I think this is a low sugar Capri Sun. It's not very good. It's just not very good. I mean, if you want to sponsor us, Capri Sun, I'll still take it, but I can manage. So you're saying, you're saying like, if you have like a three foot long fish tank, it's just not going to grow to three feet long. It's going to stay right. Like if you put so it can... and if you put it in a in a pool, it would grow twice as big. Because like it grows to match its environment. It's like it could be a foot in a tank or eight. Why aren't I still growing? <laughs> Why aren't I still growing? Five ten forever. I'm still waiting <laughs> on my growth spurt. <laughs> Gonna come one day. Yeah. I did love when you spiked it in volleyball today, Matt. And you're like, 5-8, come on. 
<laughs> Legendary stuff right there. Let them know. <laughs> Let them know. Um, one thing, bring it back to Matt, our special guest here. One thing that I really love about your family is the cool name that you passed down from generation to generation. You want to tell where that came from? My middle name? Yes. Sounds like something out of like Game of Thrones. Azor? Yeah. It was, uh, it was my dad's middle name and my grandfather's middle name. What's the what's the was origin? To your grandfather was, is was he the my dad's middle name and my grandfather's middle name? But is he the first? Is I don't know if his George dad, the first one. His dad's middle name I think was Azor too, but I don't think it goes beyond that. But I don't know. Is one of your Azor kids' Azor middle name or both of them? Both of them? Oh really? That's sweet. I was just George. Uh, so it used to just be the oldest kid, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. So it's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah. Like you get a sick name, you don't you get a family blessing. You don't. Sorry. <laughs> is your is your daughter gonna have it? No, I couldn't pull that. <laughs> is that not very not very cute for a girl? I guess not. That's why when we when we did that thing when we threw the party and I put names in the jar, I said like Azalea. I think it sounded kind of like Azor. Kind of Azorelia. What does Azor mean? I don't know. I don't think that means really much anything. It's just a it's a power name. Power name. That's right. There's the Azor Islands. There's the Azor in the Bible, and a genealogy. But I don't know what it means. It sounds like the name of like a great f- old family. You know what I mean? Like a great f- family. Sounds, is, sounds like like Spain. Azor. Is Bible Azor on our team? Or is he a bad guy? What? <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not familiar with Azor in the oh, Bible. it's just a genealogy name. I don't even know how it's mentioned. It's just like one of those long... And it's not even spelled the same way. Ah. Because mine's got a silent E on the end. <laughs> the one in the Bible does not. Azor. A-Z-O-R. With no E, I believe. But there's the Azor Islands, A-Z-O-R-E. Azor means a helper. Ah. Azor with an E on it? Azor with no E. Azor, are you a helper? Pops up as an island. Are you a helper? I'm an island. (laughs) (laughs) You're an island. (laughs) Yeah, so I've been been trying to think of like... You're on an island. I've been trying to think of a cool name that I could pass down. My name is... (laughs) <laughs> the dead, the dead. My middle fine. name, middle name being Michael. Like I mean, that's just average. It's kind of mid. I don't want to pass that down. Step up, you kind of mid. <laughs> I, mean, I did get it from my grandpa, but I want, I want some cool. Like Theodore would be a cool name. You could borrow Kevin Seeger's Commodore. Commodore. Yeah. Commodore. <laughs> See, that's another. Is that really his? Yeah, that's sick. I'm Commodore. You know, that's Kevin Knight's name's Robert. Mm-hmm. I guess you knew. That. Yeah, I knew that, but then I forgot it. So then it was surprising when I saw on his credit card it said Robert. Here's. <laughs> Where did you get this from? Stole his credit card? <laughs> There's another Robert. You should tell, now that you're working with him for the summer, interning, you should tell some cool Kevin stories that, or funny Kevin stories, that he has to now come on the podcast and defend himself. Uh, uh, 90% of them are disc golfing, probably. Yeah. Or related to the going, going, gone story. Kevin Seeger or Kevin Knight? Kevin Knight. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Kevin Robert. Seager. Yeah. Robert. Or, I mean, either one, but. I haven't seen him in a while. He listened to, actually, uh, I don't know, I think he might have listened to a tiny bit of our first episode. I told him the second one would be way better because the audio is fixed. Yeah. As as many people know, that first episode was a little rough on the audio. We passed 100 listens on Apple and Spotify. Sick! We're blowing up. Matt's going to be the rocket ship that takes us the rest of the way. The submarine that <laughs> takes you to the bottom. No, 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 no. We're good without that. Um... <laughs> But yes, speaking of Kevin Knight, he told me the other day about you going into the Going Going Gone store like multiple times <laughs> the day that he saw you. Man, you gotta get multiple. What was that about? 
Well, I went once to look at shoes, and then Darian was like, you're not buying any shoes. And I was like, okay. Sounds like a challenge. And then she was like, hey, Father's Day. And I was like, Father's Day. <laughs> so yes. I went back, and uh, I, got, I got shoes. And then it's like when you get home and the shoes don't fit like they fit in the store. Mm. Look, there's a fact that when you try the shoes on in the store, they feel okay. But then when you walk around in them for like a quarter of a mile, then they don't feel comfortable anymore. So then I took one of them back at like 930 at night. And I then that's where Kevin Knight That's when you saw him? That's when I saw Kevin Knight at the going going grounds at like 930 on a Saturday night with Molly. That's <laughs> <laughs> a picture with him. Being dragged in there. Yeah. Being dragged in there against her will. Yep. Ooh, we'll put that picture up on our Instagram too. <laughs> I asked him if he had a room in the back and the... He said he just, he just left that room. Just I'm surprised you didn't release. I'm surprised you didn't run into Andrew Layton too, because he, I mean, he told every time I see him, he's like, "Dude, I got like such and such from going, going, gone the other day." Oh yeah, he sure. a lot every time, and like I never really find that much. So, do you buy a lot of stuff in there? Or you just use? Nah. Is it better than Goodwill? Like clothes there. So I mean, yeah, it's better than Goodwill, but Plato's Closet is the bougiest one of those that I've been to. I don't know. I found, I found an, I got a nice bar stool golf polo shirt that is fantastic. It's been a you got a barstool golf, golf one? Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. Never seen you wear it. Well, you don't you play golf with me. Yeah, play golf with me. That's pretty much my number one golf shirt right now. I've seen it a couple times. It's like teal and got shout golf clubs all over. Shout out to Ainsley for getting you that because it's a pretty sick shirt. But yeah, like I've been in there a bunch of times. I actually did buy my pickleball paddles there. I bought... Um, I've been meaning to order I some. Them, I bought them for a work. Uh, what do you call it? Like white elephant gift exchange. Gift exchange. And I got covid <laughs> during that during that week so I didn't get to go and it just sat in the room for like a month and I was like I could start playing pickleball so I just opened the present that I wrapped and kept the pickleball stuff. Have you played it before, Matt? Mm, pickleball? Yeah. No. It's a great time. It's like tennis except for you don't you, have, yeah. you can be half as athletic and be successful. Fantastic. Like it's <laughs> I mean it takes half the you you burn so much energy playing tennis. A lot more I than think you think. You could do a good volley in pickleball. You'd burn the same amount of energy. I don't it's think not, so. I feel like I don't do as much running. Like I could play maybe like two games of tennis, and I'm ready to go home. Pickleball, I could play it for like a couple maybe months. maybe it's the skill. It takes not nearly as much skill oh, to yeah, play pickleball. Can, That's what I'm thinking. All off on a pickleball, and it's still staying bad. Yeah, yeah. Like I, tennis, it's going over. Like I could not, I could not hit it hard enough to hit the metal fence. Yeah, yeah. it's not possible. Yeah, like you can stand at one end of the tennis court, smack that thing as hard as you can, and it barely makes it to the other end. And the pickleball court's a little bit smaller, but it's blown right. up. It was on TV the other day. Yeah, it was on TV at lunch today. Really? Mm-hmm. Nike made a pickleball uh, pickleball collab. What? Nike made a pickleball collab. Yeah, and they also Nike joined up with Fortnite today and put out. Yeah, that's big news, man. There's there's now. Uh, like a shoe scavenger hunt in Fortnite, and there's an Air Max skin, and then there's I kid you not, like there's Air Max or not Air Max, but there's Nike and Fortnite T-shirts on the website right now, and they're actually cool. On there today. They're actually it just says Nike X Fortnite, which that is way be, better than I thought they were gonna. That was kind of plain. I was hoping for a little bit more, but anything more, and they, I don't know. I feel like Fortnite apparel tends to be way too much. You know what I mean? I was I was hoping for a guy doing like a cool little emote or something on the <laughs> floss. <laughs> A guy flossing lunch. I'll pull this up for you. This one's kind of cool. A little Airphoria shirt with Fortnite on the sleeve. But this one, I mean, yeah, that's all right. If I want to rip, <laughs> rip Fortnite. It's cool it's, that it's specifically Air Max yeah, too. But it's just plain. I was like, it's a little, little plain for me. But you play Fortnite? No. You should. 
My mom, my mom won't let me buy any more V Bucks on her credit card. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> we need That's to play. Time. We need to play some NASCAR. You have NASCAR Heat. Which one? Four. I have four and five. Four. I've got four because that's a good one. Yes. Play some Why is five worse? I always wondered that. Because when we started playing, five was already out. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have NASCAR Heat four. We played four for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. We never. I I never played five. I don't really know. I had I it. The only thing that figured... changes really is the driver. Like if they change major sponsors. I thought you said the mechanics were way different. They're a little bit different. Now, the mechanics are different in that ignition game. Did you play that? Yeah. That game was... That game was... It's way more arcadey, right? Yeah. Like, it felt really boxy. Like, I don't don't know how to explain it, but... Isn't there a new one coming out? What is the... The arcade The arcade... The kart racing Style, like, Mario Kart kind of NASCAR. There used to be a game... $50. Whoa. There used to be a game on the Wii that I played that was, like... Kind of like that. I forget what it was called. It was a NASCAR game, and it was like that. It was like cartoon. Like they had like a big head sticking out the top. Um, dang, I can't remember the name of that. But the Burger King kart racing game. Yeah. But we can we can talk as much NASCAR as you like. Big Brad Kozlowski fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> Batty the Braddy. <laughs> Batty the other way around. It's been it's been tough like i was just talking to you like last week and i was like it seems like every week they're like oh yeah brad kozlowski like running strong and then like 10 laps later he's just gone and it's like it's fantastic should, shouldn't have called him out <laughs> it shouldn't have mentioned it but what's his story <laughs> i don't really have one he's just kind of brad i i used to like championship him. winning driver flip carl no. edwards carl edwards flipped him back <laughs> i remember that season they tried to like murder each yeah. other yeah <laughs> I just don't understand the points here because I thought the points would be based off of wins, and it's not. Like, Martin Truex has only won two races and five top fives. William Byron has three wins and seven top fives. So why is William Byron not number one? It's like F1. You get points based on. I believe he got penalized. Yeah. Uh, Hendrick did get penalized for, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was. A couple of them. It was a really heavy penalty, and I think they, they took most of it back, and then it only ended up being like 50 points or something. Yeah. Have you had a good watermelon smash recently? Our boy Ross no. stands at the foot, at fourth. No. With no. Has he won this year? I don't think he's won. No wins, just five top fives. Yeah, no watermelons this year, causing chaos as usual. That's my boy. That's chasing his driver. It's like he drives. Who is it again? Ross Chastain. Uh, he drives. He drives just like every other young driver has in the past, wrecking people, and he's just catching hateful. It's like no. It's like sometimes he's no, going no, down no, the no. back stretch, and he's like, "Oh, I should put this blindfold on and go into the next turn." And <laughs> it's like, I mean, respect Dale to Earnhardt probably wrecked more people than Ross Chastain is, and he, y'all loved. But see, but see, Dale Earnhardt. It's would be like time. It's not even Ross's fault. He also put up wins. Ross so there's won. that. Ross passed Denny Hamlin last year, riding the wall. The dude's got to get some. Oh, that was sick. That was sick. I'm, I'm got to get some respect. I'm all for that. That was. Did he get a penalty for that? You did something so original and so cool that they had to bend the rules, to not let it happen again. And he qual- that made him qualify, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he went on to the next round. They get knocked Denny Hamlin out of the playoffs. Yeah, which was fantastic. Yeah. And he ran into the back of Brad Kozlowski on that. Actually, I think he like he like slams into Brad Kozlowski and pushes him across your bumper. I will say I was Brad Kozlowski fan when he was like beefing with Kyle Busch too a couple years ago, uh, several years ago. Back when I was younger, I did like that. I wish they had more as much racer publicity as as like F1 did. You know what I mean? Because you you see F1 racers all all the time. 
Yeah. I guess there's a lot more funding for that, but... Like, you mean as far as, like, their, like, celebrity status? Like, they're known worldwide? Well, not even that. Just, like, press conferences and stuff like that. Radcast Alaska is sponsored by King Sawan. It doesn't get bigger than that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I mean, they're in every grocery store you've ever been in. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. That's a great point. I have them here almost every holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We still haven't made the... uh, the buffalo chicken king's hawaiian sliders i kind of want to try that we did or did we know teriyaki so the teriyaki oh, yeah, we did. that's right that's right yeah. that's right Sting and teriyaki from I, yeah, I always keep yeah that's good i always keep a extra case of king's hawaiian in case brad wins but <laughs> he hasn't been able to give it to me yet this year just except for except for when he almost beat joey Lacano. oh yeah he races like an old man he does because he is, I, an, he is old an old man, man at this point. he's 39 <laughs> he's 39 that's not bad it's not considering Kevin Harvick's 47. I didn't realize he was that old. I thought he was like, thought he was like 44 or 45. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's time to get out of there, buddy. Oh, one, because we don't like you and you suck. <laughs> Dude, at the at the Coke 600 last year, we were, I mean, everybody that we go with is like Hendrick fans. You don't love to hear that, but we're sitting there screaming for Kyle Larson. He's going crazy. He drove from the back to the front like five times, dominating the race. And this girl behind us that we were talking to on and off through the race is like a huge Denny Hamlin fan. And she's like, she's she's like, the worst. She's like, she's like, oh, Denny Hamlin's going to come back. And we're like laughing at him, getting lapped and all this stuff. And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend or fiance is in Vegas and just placed bets on him. And I'm like, Get out of here. Like, Kyle Larson's 15 <laughs> seconds ahead. And then, lo and behold, a bunch of nonsense comes in the past couple laps, last couple laps, and Kyle Larson gets taken out. Denny Hamlin takes the lead and wins, and we just turn around, <laughs> and she's just back there like, I don't. This is the worst night of my life. It's unbelievable. Would you say, which is worse, that, Kyle Larson not winning and Denny Hamlin winning, or Dale Earnhardt Jr. running out of gas on the last lap? I was there for that too. That was definitely Dale Jr. losing because Kyle Larson. I mean, he's going to win more, but that hurt. Yeah, I was in the I was in the grandstand that doesn't exist anymore. I was back in that turn two family grandstand. Andy Adcox was there, and like it was not a family grandstand. <laughs> no, it was labeled <laughs> as a family cheap, grandstand. That's the cheap tickets where all the chicken bones, all the drunks were. Yeah. Yeah, it was labeled as the family grandstand. You get your kids' tickets for like ten bucks. But... How many different tracks have you been to, Matt? Including like dirt tracks. Yeah, we we'll, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll count those. Yeah, well, Cup Series and not many, and then dirt track. One at Martinsville. No, I want to. We've been to Wilkesboro. That counts. That see, counts. see, the problem is like once you have kids, there's only you're very limited in what you mm-hmm. can do, especially so, when you get church jobs. <laughs> tends to put a damper on the Sunday, <laughs> the Sunday afternoon uh, activities there. But was, I'm living an hour from Bristol. Sick. Or or you just become the world's biggest Xfinity fan and just <laughs> go all in on Saturday. <laughs> go all in on Jeb, baby. I'm all in on Jeb. You up into the Jeb. I almost said Jeb Bush. I'm like, that is the wrong <laughs> Jeb, man. Jump into the Mooresville drag strip. The eighth of a mile drag strip. Uh, I've been like I I haven't gone to like the little it's pretty meets and races and stuff that to, to do the like the walk in ones, it's pretty cool to like go and watch those. People just bring their cars That'd and it's like I wish they... We should have raised that guy down Big Lick. Oh, yeah. Does Big Lick count as a track? You've been to Big Lick? Yeah. Like I've, been, I've been there before, but I can't remember what it was for. I wonder if it was for a tractor pull. <laughs> That'd be sick. Which, if you've never been to a tractor pull, 
I highly recommend. I've seen them on TV, but I've never. Well, no, this wasn't a Lucas Oil NHRA tractor. Like it was just like. Oh, this good, is like we drive out to Mount Pleasant. Legit, like farm all John Deere tractors pulling the sled. <laughs> Where were you at? I think we Hooked were up my zero turn or Oakboro or somewhere. I feel like a monster truck event would be cool to cool to go watch. They have those at the dirt track too. Do they? Monster they also bash. Have time Warner Cable. Don't don't do that. They're very lame and it's Time Warner Cable. Too small. It's too, they, they don't have any, they go like two miles an hour because they can't gain any speed in there. It becomes like a burnout competition. Like that's the, they hit that's the, the best thing you can do. On the brakes midair. Yeah. Speaking of time on our cable, I just got Google Fiber installed. They installed the box. I got to get it like actually into the house. That means you, Sunday. our listeners are going to have lightning fast turnarounds on these podcasts because John Tyler's going to have fast internet. Yes. Lightning internet. Could have had it installed today, but I really want it wired to the office so you can get that ethernet connection <laughs> it's like otherwise why do you have a gigabyte if you can only get 300 but we got it we got it put on the road out here like the google google fiber guys came like a couple months ago and put it, but i haven't done anything about it i should do that because xbox has been lagging a little bit lately i heard that's like a sign that you should get a new one <laughs> I do have the very first generation next one. It's, I came out when I was in like eighth grade. I'm still holding on to that thing. At this point, it may be worth some money once it hits tenure. Yeah. Cameron's the one that's lag that lags all the time. You used to be bad, but it has it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. In Rocket League, always for some reason, only Rocket League. Yeah. What games are you big on, Matt? I know you probably don't play oh, all golf with friends. Golf with friends. Uh, I've played that like twice. I appreciate the you ball, showing me that. That was a long game. <laughs> and then you get angry because you lose the game because the balls disappear. Yeah. Because you forgot there was a shot clock. I played Rocket League for, I played Counter Strike for a long time. I haven't played Counter Strike. Counter Strike's a good time. Yeah. It's an angry time. <laughs> it's fun to not play, to not play seriously. It's fun to pick up and just but play. At some point, I was like, you know, it's probably not good to stay up till two in the morning and then have to go to work at six or seven. I'm still trying to learn that, that lesson. Hmm. Except for I don't get up at six. My parents were like, you need to stop playing video games. And I was like, I'm not playing video games. They're like, why do you look like you're dead <laughs> every day? I'm like, tired. I'm playing video games. I was like, I was like, I wonder. World of Warships. That's it right there. I played uh, War Thunder for a bit. It was a good time. What about World of Tanks? Anybody? No. World of Warships is where it's at. Nobody's a tank in here but me. What's that? I'm playing a lot of Diablo. Unfortunately. Game. Never played it. It's like Destiny to where you beat the campaign and then, then the game starts. You know, I very much enjoyed Destiny. Destiny was a great game. They just need to release. Not on Destiny Two. They just need to have free free seasons if they're going to release forty dollars updates every six months. And then they they make the base game regular price sixty dollars, so it's like everybody that bought a DLC just gets chipped. Mm. But it's a it's a they make money. It works for them. I mean. People are it. people are addicted to that game. I only played it for a tiny bit. Like I, I did raids and stuff on one and two, but I haven't touched it in a while. Oh, I could nerd out on some. Me and Corey Turner the, used to go the Vault of Glass. Oh yeah, Vault of Glass, the Crota raid. There's a wiz- There's a female wizard raid. It's a good time. I didn't like Vault of Glass because it was on a different. The I think it was like the Jupiter planet. It was red. Yeah. I didn't like that. It's like one of those games where, like, if you play it, it's got to be the only thing you play to, like, keep up with being the level you need to do for rates and stuff. Warlock. Me too. 
I feel like my video game days are like on the decline. That's pretty depressing. Oh, mine are on the <laughs> decline. Mine have. Oh, we don't ever see Jason online anymore. Yeah, it's a big deal when I get on though. Makes it makes it special. Yeah. Yeah. You seem plenty awake right now. I feel like you could play Fortnite this time every night if you wanted to. No, 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 no. But it's all like, I don't know what <laughs> games to play anymore because like I'm out on Call of Duty. I've I've been out on the last like three of them and I kept buying them. This last one I refused to buy and I'm like it was good. This last one. That's what you said about the last two. It's like, Vanguard was good too. They just stopped playing it. I don't like Warzone. Like I just bad game. It just doesn't. I like it. Doesn't do it for me. I like I love story modes. Like I would play the story mode, but then it's like okay, I've played it. Can I have fifty of my sixty dollars back? <laughs> Snowrunner, I think you'd like. It's very unique. I miss Black Ops One and Black Ops Two. I, I, I honestly, it's part, oh, those are great games, but I do miss the like the high school and college days of just playing until three a.m. and who, who cares? Modern Warfare or COVID? COVID was a good. Yeah, time I was like, get COVID, sit at home. COVID's and... GTA grind was unmatched. We played that for like two straight months, and Devin got paid for it. Not to be like, <laughs> I'd just gone. I'd just sorry. I'd just gone full time at Nike, and like a month later, COVID happened, and they were paying us, paying us like. A full time. I mean, my full forty hours for like two and a half months. I was like, clutch. Not to be any any kind of way, but like, I played it on PC and it's fantastic. And then I go back to the console and it's like you're getting like thirty frames or less. And then just to load into the game, it's like you got to set aside five minutes for it to connect <laughs> to an online server. Yeah. Like, oh. it'll be better. The new one will be better. I'm sure. In like six more years when it comes out. S- supposedly, there's a release in October. Uh, expected max 750 gigabytes for the PC version. <laughs> yeah. So. That's another thing I hate is not being able to just pop the games in and play anymore. Like, I hate... You can just buy a hard drive for, like, 20 bucks, but... Yeah. But and I they hate... also recommend it to be on SSD. <laughs> the thing I never understood is, like, if like when I buy the disc version, why do I have to download it from the CD when it's... And then I... Your Xbox. And I still have to put the CD in to play it. It's like, you downloaded 110 gigs. Like, what? Why do I, have to I don't CDs can't contain 250 gigabytes of information. There's a max. I want to blow the dust out of the cartridge when I pull it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> that old uh, whip out the old, old light. Nintendo. Whip out Nintendo. the whip, whip out the old light. <laughs> plug it into the side yeah. so I can see in my bed at night. Yeah, they can store a max of a CD can store a max of 700 megabytes. And a DVD can store 4.7. That's why you got to download it. Because, like, it's just not the capacity for it. You told me, like, Black Ops 1 was less than 700 megabytes? Yeah, it was, no pro- wasn't even 1080p. Probably. I played it on 1080p. I don't know. Well, just because it's 1080p. Did you know Black Ops was on Nintendo DS? I, I didn't. No. I played... Uh, it was. Look it up. Look up the YouTube footage. I played, is, it on, is it on your YouTube channel? I played <laughs> Call of Duty World at work. What's up, guys? It's Matt Tucker. We're going to do a little bit of gameplay on the Nintendo DS today. <laughs> I played Call of Duty World at work on the Wii. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good time. A lot of hackers. <laughs> a lot of hackers. PlayStation 1. Really? It's like an old Asteroid game. Some nostalgia right there. Frogger. I used to play... I used to play like Mario games, Mario Kart on DS, Nicktoons Racing, or Guitar Hero, where you like plug the thing. That was actually good. Sideways, that was pretty sick. I had the drum version 
Uh, I guess it was Rock Band. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about on the DS. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, rock yes. Band. I feel like you could really get into some Rocksmith. You know how that works? As long as you play, like, you real play. guitar, right? Yeah. I actually got that for Christmas, like, several years ago. Like, probably, like, six years ago. And I played it a couple of times. And I knew nothing about guitar at the time. I was like, this is hard. I never really played I feel it. Like you'd, I feel like you'd appreciate it. But now that I, like I played, it. I'm not going to say I'm a great guitarist. But now that I play guitar more, I'm That's for our listeners to decide. Do you think... DM us and comment on this episode if you think Devin is a good guitar player for those that know. Purely based do, on his looks. Do, <laughs> do not really based on my performance two Sunday nights ago because that was the worst performance of my life. I don't know. If, I'll definitely include that, that in your analysis. I was like botched a guitar solo really hard. I don't think, were you there? It was, it was really bad. Like, like beginning of the song and I'm like, I just missed it completely. It's like, and I was like, oh... It was pain. That's bad. Special Sunday morning coming up a couple Sundays from now. Yeah. For old Matt Tucker. Yes. Sunday night. Is it night? Yeah. Is that next Sunday? Are you nervous? A week from the Sunday. Well, I don't have to do anything. So I'm try and be there. You get. You just. I just show up. We'll come out and support you. I'll. I'll yell for a speech. Don't worry. It was really funny <laughs> on uh, Sunday when they asked for you. They were gonna like. Call you up, right? Yeah, <laughs> you you in the nursery or something? Yeah, I was like, you're gonna vote on me. It'd be easy if I wasn't there. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like Scott was like, is Matt Tucker in here? And he starts like looking around, and your mom's back there in the back. She's like, he's in the nursery, and she's like, he's like, oh, he's huh? he's, he's, serving. he's in the nursery. <laughs> he's already a step ahead. I thought, I thought we finally got him into seminary. He's going back to the nursery. <laughs> Get goldfish in there, you know. So are you excited for your new endeavor? A new plan. Yeah, I mean, excited and terrified are the same feeling, right? It's like the same emotion. <laughs> it's like two aspect, aspects of the same emotion. So I'm both. But you've been, you don't have to say where, but you're going a couple hours away, so we'll still see you some. But what's the official title? Family pastor. Family pastor. That's right. I was thinking, what, what does that all entail for those that are out there that haven't talked to you about it? Pastor of families. Isn't every pastor a pastor of families? <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's more so like building relationships with the families that are there and, and like teaching them how to lead their kids. Um, more focus on community and yeah. parental stuff. Growing gotcha. godly households and also kind of uh, come alongside the children in the youth ministry and help that along because they're trying to grow those those areas and have specific meetings uh, every week for the youth and the children. So kind of like a youth pastor and a children past, children's pastor kind of all rolled into one. Very focused on relationships with the individual families. Yeah, is it how how big is the church? Is there a lot of kids? Uh, there's probably like fifteen. There's a couple of youth. So, but they okay. went from 70, 70 people to one hundred forty people in like a year and a half. Oh wow! They have facilities for over three hundred people. Yeah, because uh, like before COVID, they had like they had, I think they were like at three forty or something like that before COVID every week, which is you know that's almost it's a pretty good size. Yeah. No, solid. How many churches like are hiring for pastors? Because I feel like a pastor gets hired at a church a like once every really. Yeah, there's um, not there's a lot of churches hiring and not many people applying. Hmm. So I figured out pretty quickly. I went from like I didn't think I was going to apply at all, and then some, I was honestly I was going to go work at like Corning or something in Salisbury. I really thought it'd be like an oversaturated market. No, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll go into, maybe I'll think about just. Going ahead and becoming a pastor, even though I'm not graduated seminary, and I talked to some people, and they're like, "Yeah, that's what you should do." Uh, talk to the pastors at Pitts, and uh, but when I started looking, you sign up on this website, 
like called Ministry Match. It's like uh, it sounds like a dating site. <laughs> Ministers, and you put your info in there with like a little resume and the like they swipe right. They they well they e they email you, so you don't even have to apply. So they I swipe right on you. What <laughs> I sent some applications out, and they were like, after I signed up on that website, and they're sending them out to me, and I was like, wow, well, sick. This is kind of nice. How many, how many interviews did you go through with have, different churches before? I talked to like four or five churches before we talked to Locust Grove. So, um, but it just like connected really well, and that's where Darian's from, my wife. So, had she been to that church? No, no. But she's like her mom was right down right down the road from there. So. Crazy, uh, Katie Beth, when she was in Boone, went to the same church that uh, Molly and Kevin remembers that their whole family when they were when they lived there. Hmm? Hudson. Yes, I think with their. Uh, I, I think it's no, it's Mount Vernon. Is it? Yeah, because Mount Vernon's like kind of in Boone. Like it's. I, don't know. Don't know I think it's Mount Vernon. Don't want to think about it. No, I don't know anything about it. I no. think it's Mount Vernon because I, I think the one I've been there Hudson's twice. Like, it was baptism Hudson, first something about Hudson. Yeah, I don't think it's that. Uh, Kevin, come on the podcast and you can clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about it. Um, Katie Beth will tell me right after she listens to that part. Was that it? Wait till Friday when this goes up. She'll hear it and let us know. But no, that's awesome. That's very exciting. A little scary, but yeah, it's exciting for sure. Big things, big things. How many you? Because you you did a couple rounds of interviews with them too, right? Yeah, it took like two months. I think it was like three or four rounds of interviews. Yeah, got to go up there that time and play with kids, have a little field day, and. Yeah, play with the committee, play with the kids, preach for the church. You tell us like what the, because you know Pastor Scott mentioned the, mentioned how they drilled you the questions among the deacon body. What was that like? Tell us every single thing that was said. It wasn't that bad. Really? Yeah. Are you prepared for everything? No. You can never be prepared for everything. You're like, huh. Well, because I thought they were going to ask me a lot of theological questions, and so. Uh, there was a written portion that I turned in before ahead of time uh, to the pastors and the deacons. And so I thought what I was going to get was more theological questions, but uh, they decided not to ask me many theological questions. <laughs> it must have been. They decided to ask me like really difficult counseling questions. Um, mm -hmm. really that makes too. sense, actually. Basically, they just want to like paint you into a corner as much as possible and give you like an impossible situation, like counseling situation, and then be like, how would you handle this? Um, Man. So that's kind of. If you fold under pressure. Yeah. Wow rigorous i like it though my favorite question was when i had uh i had just finished somebody asked me like a relate related question on what i was going to be doing at the church and so i unloaded like i was kind of like this is my philosophy of ministry and so i kind of unloaded this like five-point philosophy of ministry that i created when i applied to the church and then kevin knight like five minutes after that was like so what's your philosophy of ministry going into this church <laughs> and i was like i'm not sure i understand your question he's like your philosophy of ministry i'm like uh but I already gave it. And he's like, oh, well, do you have anything additional to that? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> that was like my answer to that question. And then he, apolog he apologized for it the next day. So. Kevin's, Kevin's really, he's, he's kind of like Jason. Like Jason sometimes will like say something to somebody and then the next day come back and be like, hey, like you didn't, I didn't hurt your feelings. <laughs> like yeah, Jason's very. I, I got after John Tyler one night and. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. It was a pickleball. No, no, that... that <laughs> You're upset. That, that's why I... No, it was like in the no. middle of the afternoon, like... Yeah, because it was in a group chat, and I had gotten after you pretty good, and then I was like, huh. 
It's always the goal, though, is to get you upset. Because Tyler's, Tyler's a big instigator in the group chat, and he was going after well, Jason, I, and Jason's but, like, look, I'm not, we're not doing it today. But I admit to instigating. Ca- yeah. Cameron will try and do it and make it act like he's not involved. Yeah. And I'm like, no, dude. Cameron, like, lights a fire and then takes off and runs. <laughs> yeah. As he literally did it. The Johnson's house one time. <laughs> I, I still am trying, trying to get that fire out. <laughs> <laughs> Lit a fire in your house, too. The firework. Yeah, Kevin's the same way. Like, he said some, he's, he'll say something sometimes and be like, I hope they didn't take that the wrong way. I'm like, Kevin, that was fine. Like, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hurt my feelings. I'd rather be sure. <laughs> you said a you, One time you said a your, your mom joke, and I was like, it's not funny, bro. Oh, and then he texted me on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to clarify. <laughs> like, like, you'll get really convinced it's something that you hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> about and we're just playing around and... I'm really sorry. Hey, that was all fun and games. <laughs> it's great. It's great that you care. It's good that you have a heart. I just, I just don't want to lose any friends. Fair. You don't have any I, to give away, do you? At this point, like, how what? many spare do you have? Uh, I don't have. Spare. Could you name? Could you family? I'm like Vin Diesel. Could you name? Bad. Could you name the spares? <laughs> <laughs> What's the definition of a friend? When does it become a friend? You know what I mean. Oh, for you, it's when you go to the mall together. It's for Devin's <laughs> iconic. I mean, like... Yeah, you and Rachel still going to the mall together? No, we've never gone yeah, to the mall. Still friends. I don't have her phone number saved. <laughs> it's all 704. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it became the point where, like... I mean, I didn't... Like, for some reason, I just didn't save Rachel's contact number in my phone. And, like, it became a point where, okay, she's the only phone number in this group chat from church. I, I just know it's her. <laughs> And then we hit a point, and I was like, well, it's been so long now. Like, why would I <laughs> change it? You should have just made her contact 704. <laughs> I could, but... Yeah. Anybody got anything else? What, what kind uh, of time are we at? We're at 53 minutes. We got, I got one more thing. I think... Uh, one more thing that I think could start some conversation. I was going to say, what's everybody here's uh, top three Gatorade color preferences in order? Color, or flavor, Three. color. Oh yeah, oh, oh. oh yeah, because there's like three blues. Easy, flavor. Easy, flavor. Cucumber lime, number one. Oh, I forgot oh, that she likes two. that. Number two, fruit punch. Number three, fierce grape. All right, guys, that's gonna about do it for this episode. <laughs> My favorite is the old blue one, the glacier freeze. Oh no! Did yes. You drink that thing when it's hot. It's like chalk. Why? What's the goal? To, when is the goal to drink it hot? No, I'm saying... Are you also like, <laughs> do you like clear Gatorade or the the white? The white one's pretty no, good. No, no, I mean, I mean like straight up Gatorade, not, like not translucent, straight Gatorade. G two is not Gatorade. Gatorade Zero is better, I think. It's not. I'm honestly, it tastes more refreshing. It honestly, tastes like you're getting hydrated more. Yeah, a lot of times at the gym, I buy Glacier Freeze is my favorite. I buy the Zero just because when I'm at the gym, I'm working out and like I take a sip, I just my mouth just. My teeth feel like sweaters, as Caroline say. They feel all fuzzy, and I'm like... I got one today. It's specifically for rehydration. Like, if you're dehydrated to rehydrate you. Those things are kind of weird. It. I was like, I guess I'll try it. And I did it, and I felt better after. Like, I felt like I was more, like... Hydrated. Right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This marketing's not all a lie. I think it's gotta be the lemon lime, the yellow. Gross. It's Caroline's favorite, too. I can't, I've never been able to like fruit punch, and then I believe it's Riptide Rush. Don't hold me to that. I've got to find. Sounds like a Fortnite location. Yeah. <laughs> Blue one. Are we gonna drop it? No, uh, Riptide it's dark, dark. It's dark, like dark. It's like purple. That's is that not fierce gray? I think it is. 
Fierce grape is solid. Y'all don't like probably mine is probably glacier freeze fruit punch. Your glacier freeze is number one for you. Cucumber. I think so. And fierce grape is probably because I'm home in third. Me and my dad would take the powder, the powder of that backpacking, and that's what we put in water. You just pretty good snort the powder. (laughs) That's right. Straight electrolytes. (laughs) What's your favorite Gatorade flavor? (laughs) I do take my pre-workout. I just take it with a scoop and then with water. Have y'all ever had Gatorade Frost? Yes, it's been a while. I don't know what that is. I think. I don't. I just saw that looking on the. I liked the little chews that they. I was just thinking that. Those are pretty good. Did they? Did they like actually have electrolytes in them, or is it just for like? I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't know. I think it was fierce grape. Now that I'm looking at it, because that's the one that looks like a shovel. It was pretty sire. <laughs> After weightlifting, coach sold protein shakes. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to sell. No, one hundred percent not. Well, that it's he just like how it adds graphics to this. Mm-hmm. And when you're like when you're like fierce grape, it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> and this, <laughs> I do like how some podcasts will like. When they're skipping to a story, they'll like have an animated like story to go with it, but nowhere. Moments later. Graphic design team people come up with stuff for us. It would take probably a hundred hours of me and Blender to be able to put something like that together. I will say back to your protein shakes. The Texas offensive lineman protein shake is a menace. Okay. I'll take your word for it. It's Four scoops of whey protein power. But there's ice cream in there. Powder. Too. Four scoops of ice cream. Four <laughs> tablespoons of peanut butter. Four teaspoons of corn syrup. Um, Just corn syrup? Banana, yeah. For carbs? Yeah. A <laughs> banana. Um, Whatever berries you want to put in there. And then I think it was like a quart of milk or something like that. I would I would be indisposed for like two hours after drinking that whole thing. Uh, oh. Drink it cold? I guess oh, I guess you have to. You better refrigerate it. <laughs> it would fill up my um my blender bottle completely. It was like drinking a smoothie. And then you have to eat lunch after that. I've been doing the zero carb protein shakes, and it's much easier to get down. Have you had the Gatorade protein things? Yeah, I've had the, the hey, Gatorade we, bars are fantastic. No, no, no. I mean like the the drink. There's like a a Gatorade uh, protein. It's still juice, but it's got like twenty or thirty grams of protein in it. Uh-uh. When you drink it, it leaves like film. Like, Paste almost like little little gummy strands on your tongue. Like when you after you smell, it's I'm good on that. Yeah, it's like it's like I mean because you're supposed to shake it before in sweaters, but it's still juice. Yeah, and it's like it's weird. The the Gatorade protein bars are fantastic. I don't know if you've. I don't think I've had one. I don't think I had them. Get the cookies and cream. I'm not a fan of protein bars in general. Really, it's not a protein bar. It's like eating a candy bar. But what I do love are those chocolate covered. Chocolate covered chewy peanut butter filled ones. Not on chocolate. Mm. Oh, forget. Did you know that? I forgot. What? Devin, Devin is anti anything chocolate. Mm. When he smells brownies you baking, he he feels like throwing up. Caroline light a candle. Yeah. Vanilla candle. So he, he feels like throwing up when he smells brownies. Open the windows. Can't stand it. I didn't like brownies for a long time, but I like the smell of anything them. containing brownies. Not that good. They're like Thank really you. overrated. What? There's like a million different ways you can make brownies. Chocolate chip cookies. Those are good. But brownies, well, your chocolate chip cake. cookies are. It completely brownies and cake. You know what I am a big fan of? Buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken. Matt dip. is a buffalo chicken dip connoisseur. Never gets old. Yeah, he apologized yeah. one day. He's like, I think I put I took, put double the meat and the cheese in this one. I didn't mean to. I was like, like those are the best parts. Like, <laughs> it, man. <laughs> the whole you eat it. <laughs> we have buffalo chicken dip at pretty much any and every event we can bring buffalo chicken dip to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the hot sauce you use is Frank's Red Hot. Mm-hmm. 
It's the only sauce you should use. Or I think he used Louisiana hot a couple times too, which is also a little Louisiana. bit spicy, but actually pretty good. Hey, you put ranch in yours, right? And ranch. What is that one called? Cth- Cthulhu? Is that the hot sauce? What? Cthulhu? The hot sauce? Huh? Is it called Cthulhu? The hot sauce? Cholula. Cholula? Cholula. It's like, what word? The same, the same. I was like, what word is coming out that, that that'd be I feel like that'd be good in a buffalo dip too. I don't know, I've never had it. Cholula. Cholula? Like, it's a lot like Tabasco. Yeah, like. it's that and Tabasco are very. I did use Tabasco one time. It was pretty spicy because it's spicier than. I like I like spicy. I did. I, I remember you making one one time and saying like this one might be a little hot. Mango habanero sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings is. It's hard to them. put down a meal of that. It's hard. Well, Deborah remembers when we went on a Tuesday night and I was getting a glass of water. Per half boneless wings. About to have to ask have for you ever had the nuclear? No. As Axmes? Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings. No. You, you've told me about this before. It's edible. It's edible. edible. <laughs> well, I kept eating the second hottest one every time I'd go there. And I was like, well, I might as well eat the hot like, one. Did you get a Quaker steak? Blazing. Yeah, so I ate it. It wasn't that hot. But I'm pretty sure when they do the challenge, though, they put like 10 times more sauce on it. Mm. Because I've seen like what the challenge videos look like, and it's, it's like ten times more sauce than they normally put on a wing. I think yeah. Kevin Seeger did that one time. Like you pick it up and it's just dripping. Because <laughs> like his picture was up on the board one time. Really? A long time. I didn't know. There's a video on YouTube of a guy trying to do that challenge, and he starts doing it, and then he starts shaking because it's so hot, and because he's shaking, he can't really control himself, and he bites into the bone on the wing, and it like breaks his tooth in half. Yikes! While he's eating, it just comes off into the wing. It's really great. Wow. I have a related space fact of the day. So surprisingly related to uh, you'll, uh, you'll know. uh surprisingly uh Astron the on the ISS they're uh one of like the largest collections of things they have is hot sauces because this is the only thing they can taste up there because all their blood goes to their head. They like they you lose ninety percent of your sense of taste, so they just put hot sauce on everything. <laughs> so they have like ton like tons of bottles of different hot sauces. It kinda sucks. I wonder if um what was that place that used to be like hardcore meals? Um, the Mexican restaurant. It's like Tex Mex. Um, Chipotle. No. The place that's like they closed down. Right next to the McAllisters. Cava is coming uh, to Concord. Casa Grande. By Viva Ooh, Chicken. Viva. Viva's good too. Tijuana Flats. Tijuana, Tijuana Flats is yeah, good. Really? They like some Tijuana Flats. Oh, it's closed by University, I think. Oh, I don't, I don't really care for them. To be honest. Really? I like their hot sauce collection. They got like fifty of them. Has, they made me sign a waiver one time for one of their ghost pepper sauces. It was, I just like I don't see the, I don't see the. I had these want death, for that. They heard of like the death peanuts or whatever. They come in a tube. They have pure capsaicin crystals on them. It, did you give me those at your apartment one time? Because <laughs> you said you're going to test my manhood. I don't know. I've seen the one chip thing. Like the challenge. The one chip thing comes in like a box. Yeah, I'm in my dad's coffin box. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad threw up because I challenged him, and I was like, "Got to." He eat threw it. up. It's gotta be just as bad coming up. He excused himself and he in the bathroom, but I will say that I gave it to somebody else, and they did exactly the same thing he did. So I'm glad you mentioned your dad because there's this one question I meant to ask you, <laughs> a story to tell that I forgot to write down, and I totally would have just forgot it. Uh, I don't, Jason might know this. Tyler probably doesn't. The story about your dad with a dog on the lawnmower. Oh, uh, like when he was uh he had uh, his dog, Mr. B, on the mower, riding with him around, mm-hmm. and, like, helping him mow. And he couldn't figure out, like, the dog kept, like, squirming around and trying to get out because he's not very big. He's, like, five pounds. And was, like, writhing all around. And Dad was, like, holding on to him as tight as he could because he didn't want to jump <laughs> off the mower. And he couldn't figure out what was, like, what was his problem, you know? 
as he was mowing the lawn that he was like riding around like that and like freaking out. And he realized after he was done, it was because he had a shot collar on. And he kept driving back and forth across the line. <laughs> so he thought that he was worried that the dog was going to like get away, I guess, and, and jump off the mower. <laughs> the same dog, my sister, uh, I think she was like taking him to the um, the groomer one time. And he jumped out the window. Like she had the worst, worst, the worst nightmare. And he, he like barely slapped the pavement, like while going down, down the road. And she like grabbed his leash and like reeled him back into the car really quick. Oh, he's a, he's a slightly tormented dog. Reeled, reeled by the neck. Yeah. I mean, you got to. Yeah. Devin's dog jumped out of my truck bed right through his neighborhood. (laughs) Wait, did the car stop moving? I think the car was moving. Was she, oh, she driving? She was riding and he jumped. She was driving. Yikes. Talk about multitasking. That was distracted driving before texting. That's terrifying. (laughs) The the lawnmower story kills me. I'd be surprised if he never wanted to go outside again. (laughs) It's like, nope. Anytime he's mowing the grass, I'm going to be as far away as possible. I made sure Devin's shot collar worked good. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah, they tested it. (laughs) We got that vermouth. Electric fly spotter shirt. Yeah. I've always wondered. That was like... It was like you could hold your you could hold your hand on it. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Does it hurt more than a dog collar? Have you done a dog collar? Uh, I don't know. I've done it. I, don't, I think the real test put a dog collar, collar on your neck, <laughs> like one of those like that the dog trainers use. Yeah, I have to try that. I I want an electric bug zapper for in here because every time we open that door and we're doing a podcast, bugs are just like. You know, it'd be a good podcast episode. We get that belly wrap that like simulates being pregnant. Let's try one of those. Our Tim's device, which make people eat things. Oh no, I've got one. Or what? Tim's device, the little electric shock therapy thing. Like if you turn it up, it'll make your arm spasm like uncontrollably. I've <laughs> got like, one. It's made for rehab. Like you couldn't eat anything; it'd be impossible because like throw it just would jerk around. <laughs> well, we'll find one of those and we'll have you back for another episode. We That's can, great. Uh... <laughs> we can try it. Some burritos, nachos. Oh, what else could we do? I haven't had nachos in a while. Drink some water and like just squirt the water all over. We'll pour you a nice tall glass of cherry lemon sun drop. Cucumber lime Gatorade. Cucumber lime. This video is killing me every time when they have like a kid in the backseat with like like 15 water, (laughs) large waters and they slam on the brakes. (laughs) You should do that with Jordan. Jordan, have you seen this? They they take him to like the McDonald's drive-thru. It's a speed bump. It's a speed bump that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the little like trays that they put the drinks in they'll get like four water cups and take all the lids off and hand it to the kid in the back seat and be like okay you have to be very careful and hold this like as carefully as you can and they drive like right down the street and then just slam on the brakes <laughs> or like a speed bump but like so they go yeah. up so hit funny. a curb or something water just like get angry he would not think that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many different reactions like one of them's like oh, oh, he's like freaking out that he's the best like, ones are when they see it coming yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> Slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> and then it'll go everywhere, and they just start screaming and crying. <laughs> oh man, You're, I feel like George and Luke would have great reactions to that. Very animated. Luke would probably think it's funny. George would get angry, <laughs> <laughs> like angry because he's wet, or angry because he like failed. Uh, angry, angry he's because he's angry at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're the worst. Yeah, kids kill me. Got good little kids. Jason wants me to join the kids' club soon, but I need a nephew. We're gonna wait just a little bit. You got two. It's gonna be three. <laughs> but he, but they're moving away. Come visit us. We have a mountain. I'm sure they'd love you to come babysit. <laughs> come take them for a little bit. Oh. Um. Anyone have anything else we want to talk We're about? We're good to wrap up. Whenever y'all want. 
I do want to ask, I've got these little sick thought questions. I want to ask like one of these just for giggles that I wrote down. Um, if nobody ever sneezed again, how long do you think it would take you to notice? <laughs> Did you just think of that or do you no, I wrote it down? But... Like you think... I would It'd be a very long time. I would 100%. Like, hop up on the news, would it not? <laughs> well, no, I would notice it because I sneeze every day. Because oh, allergies. True. So I would notice if... This guy's got the worst allergy. I don't think I would notice it like came up on the news. Yeah. Or if like suddenly Fake. like we get like five years down the road, ten years down the road, and then one person finally sneezes again, you're just like, wait a minute, I haven't heard that in <laughs> not a really long time. It would be a long time for me before I notice. Yeah, hundred percent. It'd probably be a couple years. I'm like mowing grass and it's really dusty, and I just don't have to sneeze. And be like, hmm. oh, that'd be fantastic. I guess I'm over it. I don't have to sneeze. Mm. Well, it's, it's like how long would it take you to notice someone not saying a specific word? I would never notice because it's just like. One of those things where it's like I don't make a mental note every time I hear someone sneeze. It's like fair, fair. Now if like somebody at Chick Fil A didn't say my pleasure, I'm gonna be like, I would notice. I get, I would give, notice. Give, them, give your food back. <laughs> you do it again. But Popeyes didn't yell at me. I would notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we had a good experience that time. It went really well. I'm, I'm t- I tell them, I think super hot take. I think the Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich is better than the Chick-fil-A spicy yeah, chicken sandwich. It's a no hot take. That's just a good take. No, That's what I'm saying. Gosh. Their mayonnaise Matt is like... It's the, fact, the, fact that they, the fact that they yell at you makes it better. You know? The chicken... It's honestly preference because the chicken is just fried different. It's different like texture and consistency. You're the kind of person to just be like... Fresh. Yeah. yeah. Thick Man, pickles. Keep telling me why I'm wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is really... It's like it's like cafe, it's like a cafeteria chicken sandwich. I mean, they can't even really make biscuits there. I would point out that you they... need to in a cafeteria sandwich like bag. <laughs> it, it's exactly how you would get Clucks Deluxe in middle school, is it not? The <laughs> <laughs> word I hadn't heard in forever. I would, I would like they, to point that they've they got Clucks Deluxe in a, in a rebranded Chick Fil A <laughs> bag. I don't know. They are doing something special with the buns. I'll give them that. They do have nice buns. I would like to point out though that they do have the Lord on their side. So, so does cookout though. How do you know Popeyes doesn't? So does cookout. I mean, cookout's glorious. It's nice. Sometimes cookout is pretty nice. Not anymore. Not as much. It's like once every six months I'll be like, man, I house really style. want some cookout. Big double tray, house style, two sides of fries, and a milkshake. In high school, that's the quesadilla tray. In high school, I could eat two full trays in one sitting. I after eat, after weightlifting, I could eat a little Caesar's pizza. I could probably do it, do it now. Now, yeah, Little Caesar's Pizza just eight, my arteries. Like eight quesadillas? Yeah, follow up on last week when I said I was intermittent fasting. The streak is still going. Is it really? Yeah, it's still going. Um, Today, yesterday was one week, so I'm like eight, nine days in. Or the math works on that. What's your progress on weight? Um, Like three and a half, four pounds, I think. So How many weeks? Like one. I started last Monday, so like Sunday was day seven, I guess. So this is day, I'll go back. This is day nine. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm going to do it for like, I really, I, I was telling them last week, I really want, I'm like, I'm like 200 flat right now. I was like 204. I, like, I think like 6'2", 190, 195, kind of built, but like can still put my arms by my side. It's a good. I'm up to like 225. Good size. You're getting huge. I was like approaching 280 at one point. Me and you are two Solid. pounds different. I'm 227. Imagine being but like, like 275. I would, I would be 70 first week of February. And here we okay. are, June 20th, and you're... You're what, the first day of February? 267, 270. And you're, and you're currently... 227. Solid. Wow. Solid. 
Riding a lot of mountain bikes does that for you. Lost almost 50 pounds, yeah. over 40 pounds? Yeah, 43 today. Drink you feel lot. better? Oh, yeah. I feel a lot lighter. Still can't jump. <laughs> He's just like, no, I hate it every day. And in, in February, I decided I was out of shape, so I started running two miles, four miles, 26 miles. <laughs> to this day, I started out at 196. Yesterday, 194. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I convince myself every day it's because I've, ta- I've lost 10 pounds of fat. Put on ten pounds a month. Hey, that, there you go. <laughs> growing. You got more energy. Five pounds in each leg. You got more half. energy. <laughs> I get I get crap for it, but it's like just as hard to put on weight than it is to lose it. A good weight, like good weight. Good weight. Yes. Yeah, it's but hard. Weight, well, it's I think like if you've like if you've never been in the gym in your life, the first like ten pounds is pretty easy. Like just in water you, weight, you start picking up muscle. I mean, and water weight. Yeah, but creatine. You start picking up muscle. Oh, you get your weight up. Know. I've always been all natural. Tyler's been trying to get me on creatine for a while. But it's not right. terrible for you. <laughs> Sorry, creatine isn't bad for you. It's you just got to drink water. I mean, do it all. We'll do an entire segment on creatine one one episode. I'm talking about creatine monohydrate, the post-workout. I do take a, take the pre-workout ones, but that's not that great for you. But I don't take it every day. Um, Those Bang Energy drinks got me through some Outback days, um, though. Not on energy drinks. That makes my teeth feel like sweaters too. <laughs> you drink that, your tongue just feels fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. I gave an energy drink like a few years ago. And like, I don't want to have it. to have a drink to cleanse my mouth after taking after drinking <laughs> something else. Like drinking McDonald's sweet. I was taking. Yeah, I've been taking like less caffeine intake, and I had a coffee at work the other day, and I was like wired. So like, I hadn't never done coffee. I went yet. down to like you never done coffee. I like I try it every couple of years. I just can't do. It. I just you said, like you said it like it was a drug. Never, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's nothing bad about coffee for you. Sugar, never done it. Never done it. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I guess we start wrapping up. Um, final question of the night. Do Android users deserve to vote in the general election? <laughs> no comment. Yeah, I think so. I would say no. I mean, nothing wrong with it. We could argue it. Hardcore PC guys use Android. Oh, boy. And they're just nerds. Oh boy. Not nerds, but they're very oh computer-focused, you know? Just There's always just one guy. It's like Windows and Mac. Try to make a, they ruin or, the group We try to make a softball group chat, and there'll be one guy. And it's like, dude, it's not like 2005 anymore. Let's... It, that is frustrating. It's very frustrating. But it's not... And then you start getting a chain of, like, somebody will be like, hey, man, the game's at 8.30 this week. And then you get eight people where it says, like, Devin liked. Hey, man, I, I, game I, at 8.30. Yeah. John Tyler liked. Jason's liked. We have a game at 8.30. Oh, Matt liked this, like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. The messaging thing is the only annoying part. I, I wouldn't you don't like hear it all otherwise. Like, you know what? I want to ruin them. I'm going to ruin them. They get, <laughs> they get mad at me because I, like, send a post, a message, of a, like, a screenshot of a message. They need- and I'll have, like, 900-something unread messages, but it's all group chats that I have the, muted. No, the problem is, is <laughs> some of those text messages are mine that I end up having to text your fiance to, like, hey, can you tell John Tyler to look at his phone? They respond back to me. <laughs> I have 73 on my, since I got the MacBook, 73. But I don't know if that's unread on my phone or unread on the MacBook or both. It translates over. Like, if you read it on your computer, it'll take go off. <laughs> Is Ainsley here? Mm-hmm. She went on your give her drive home, ride home? She's actually my ride home. Oh. Wow. She could have taken off. I can give you a ride home. You live like... Point eight miles away. I thought they just shared a car all the time. I don't even know that they've got separate vehicles. Couldn't tell the last time I saw them in two different cars. Right. All right. Well, 
I guess that's going to about do it. Well, it's been 30 since you're the honorary guest. The past couple episodes, we've closed out with our favorite Bible verse and a little bit of a meaning behind it. So would you like to share yours? We should have prepped him for that. Mm. I heard Philippians 4.13 is... (laughs) John (laughs) 3.16. Always a classic. Or a word of advice. Or give give us something... Um, I mean, we go through the book of Jonah with the youth. Um, it's an encouraging book. If you've ever felt like you've been called to do something, whether it be lead a Bible study, whether it be do something else, um, you know, whether it be, be a pastor to church or lead a Bible study or, uh, lead something at VBS like lead games at VBS, however big or small, a lot of times we don't feel good enough for the things that we've been called to. And uh, if you look at if you look at anybody, right, and be like, this guy right here, this guy, his ministry should amount to nothing. It would probably be Jonah because, you know, he didn't even want to be there. He tried to run away from basically being a missionary. Uh, he obviously had lots of, uh, of problems, lots of heart problems. Um, but God called him to be a missionary. And uh, God used his witness to basically start, like, the greatest revival in history, right? Because he basically overturns, like, a whole city that repents. So it would be like somebody going somebody going into to New York City who didn't even want to be there, who got it basically, like, you know, uh, worked on him until he finally gave in to be there and uh, wasn't the guy that you would pick at all to be there. And finally he shows up and preaches and, like, all of New York City turns around. Um, and I think it's Jonah 2.14. It's Jonah 2.14. Is uh, uh, salvation is of the Lord. Um, it's it's all the Lord. It's nothing that we do. And so, uh, when the Lord calls you to do something, don't worry about your inadequacy, but think about how great God is and trust what He can do. Because uh, He can He can turn uh, change people's hearts and do things that uh, that we can't. And you just need to be faithful, even when you don't feel like you're worthy. It's the same same reason I like Peter in the Bible. Like when he looked at him before, uh, you had never like called him the rock because before people thought about him, like as the, like the golden retriever of the story, you know what I mean? But then God called on him and he became strong and he, you know, so. It's almost like God uses those people sometimes because, you know, there's no way that you could look at that and be like, oh, it was because this guy was like really great at what he was doing. Um, actually, I believe that salvation belongs to the Lord. I think it's Jonah 2, 14, but. Jonah's a lot like us. Yeah. We're messed up people. Yeah. But um, when we submit to his plan and faith, then he'll he'll use that and we trust that he does, you know, not just small things, but great things. I think that's pretty well said. Perfect. Um, well, thank you, Matt, for joining us, being our guinea pig, our first, first podcast guest. I think it went pretty well. Um, show Matt some love. Everyone from our church that's listening, uh, he's got that ordination coming up soon uh, let's support him in this new endeavor be praying for him and his family um, we're, definitely, we're definitely gonna miss them but yeah we appreciate you coming on anytime you want to come back into town and visit and talk some nascar or have another episode on the podcast yeah absolutely yeah. welcome back anytime that's gonna do it for us i guess anything else yeah i'm gonna pull my boots out of the fire and cool them off all right <laughs>